Well, hey, welcome again to Unfinished People, episode 18. 18. Uh, it's crazy. I just was befuddled by that. But nonetheless, um, we're going to talk about two, or not two, but we're going to talk about something that is a huge gift, a blessing that God has given us. But to be honest, it's a mystery. It, for me, honestly, it can be a love-hate type of thing. Um, but we're going to talk about prayer. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about our prayer life, you, you know, and even like how we start thinking about like how to incorporate prayer in the church. But um, man, tell me about your prayer life. What's it like? Yeah. When's it, uh, when's it good? When's it bad? When's it frustrating? I mean, it seems to what be- What magical moving... words do you say? Yeah. When I, oh, when I pray? I have a, <laughs> yeah. Um, like secret words that cause the heavens to open. I don't have, I haven't figured those out yet. I'm still trying. Yeah. It's, it's been, well, I feel like it's an exciting place right now, maybe for one of the first times Mm. where I'm, and part of it is that I've shed a lot of, well, beginning to shed a lot of baggage with prayer. Um, and I think part of it is this place of, not seeing it as a chore and not seeing it as a, like, I think I always thought of prayer as open Mm -hmm. the thing, the real thing and close the real thing that you're going to do for Jesus. Right. Right. (laughs) Dial, hang up, but the talking in the middle is not the thing. And so I've never, actually, I remember the first time when somebody told me we were going to pray for like 15, 20 minutes, I was like, that is awful. (laughs) That is Mm -hmm. impossible. Mm -hmm. Now I was in high school. Um, Mm. and so a little antsy, but you know, same thing like the, there's, and I don't know if there's a, there's certain phrases that we say and have said openings and and closings and, you know, some of them are dear to me Yeah, that I remember with my being at my grandparents' house for dinner and my whole family there and my grandfather, like I can actually still remember like, cause he was like a, he was a hand holder and he was like a, a squeezer. Like even oh. as you like sit there and he'd oh. be like praying. Was it like progressive? <laughs> no, I like, don't know. It's just, just like, like, like didn't realize he just got like stronger. You're like grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> he was just that. He was just one of those, uh, just like, yeah, he's, he's squeeze, squeezing and, you know, really care for you, really love you. But there was this part he used to say at the end um, about the food. Um, and they would pray for the hands that prepared it. And thank you for the, the hands, hands that, that prepared, prepared it. it. <laughs> and I remember yeah. my dad used to say it too. And so it's kind of this like, that's oh, kind of a phrase I like. I like thinking about that one. And there are other ones though, where, I mean, I was definitely the kid in church that the opening prayer was the worst. Because that meant now we have to go through this whole thing. The f- closing prayer was the best. <laughs> because let's close in prayer meant, yes, I'm going to do two things. One, Lunch. we're going to see if we can, yeah, have like where we can convince my parents we can go out to lunch. Because we usually couldn't. If we went out to lunch, it was with my grandparents and we went to the Sizzler. The got, Sizzler. We yes. going Sizzler. Do you, did you go to the Sizzler with the plates? You know what I'm talking about? The plates? No, dude. I grew up in Redneck, Wisconsin. We didn't have Sizzler. We had Ponderosa. Well, that similar, was, that was did they high have, end. Did they have the thick plates? The metal no. plates? Okay, so they had these no. plates that they could put in the oven. And it was like, you mm. felt like you were at a, yeah, and they kept everything hot. And so I always got the same thing. Beef tips, fries, and then my parent grandparents would be like, you really do need dessert. And I was like, I really do. 
<laughs> and so I closing prayer actually connects to me, but not because, oh, I'm so excited to pray. It's I get yeah. to go to lunch and or I get to try to finagle my parents to see if they'll let me invite Jason Skates over. My friend. Can I can I have Jason mm. over? No. Can I go to Jason's house? Why not? You know, and pray about being, it. I know, I'd be in trouble. So I, I have some baggage from growing up with prayer where it hasn't meant, did not mean a ton to me, but I would say it's changed now yeah. a little bit. Yeah, very similar. Like I, growing up, there was two prayers. We said, like clockwork, and it was going to bed. Mm. Now I lay me, and it's terrifying. Like the more I think about it, I'm yeah. like, holy crap. It is a really scary center. prayer. Now I lay me <laughs> down to sleep. I pray to the Lord. My soul, My soul to, keep. to keep. If I should if I die, die. <laughs> before I wake. Yeah, it's it is like, one wait, of those. Wait, wait. Is that Tim Hawkins who does that? I pray the yes. Lord. My yes. soul to take. Good night, honey. Yeah, when he said <laughs> Yeah, when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that's that was it. Yeah, and, it's not and, at all encouraging. No, and dinner was the same thing. Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest. And it was like the cadence. Mm-hmm. You, you just said, yeah. come, Lord Jesus, be our guest, and let these guests to us we bless. Oh, give thanks to them. To the, it was just like- was Be like, our oh guest was in the prayer? Yeah. Oh. But, you know, not like Beauty and the Beast. Be I was just guest. about, that's what I'd be, our guest. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if someone just like busted out. But like yeah. even church, like grown up Lutheran, like we never, it, it was always like a- response thing mm-hmm. you know like the pastor would say something and then we would say something but it was like the prayer our role in the prayer was to sing uh like that was it <laughs> and, and so it's like we never prayed like our own words yeah like ever so i remember when i became a christian i remember the uh, college pastor was like you want to pray and I was like, uh, uh, okay, you want to pray, say it out loud? No. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm good for a singing you know? amen, though. I can do a singing yeah, amen for that. you. Yeah. <laughs> or Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's right. Man. So, man, like, so within all of that, like, what makes it sweet right now for you? Like, hmm. how, how, obviously, you must have come through some sort of season to be at a place where you're saying now it's sweet. Yeah. There's a sweet spot. Like, what was that transition and mm-hmm. what, what makes it sweet? Last year, we, I, I was reading Tyler Staten's book, uh, Pray Like Monks, Live Like Fools. And we were in a season as a church, and I don't know about you. I mean, I think you and I are both similar, is that there's a good side to this in that wherever we are hitting things as a church um, is usually where the leaders are going. And so... Mm. If we want to go deeper in prayer, then we better be doing it as leaders. Then, And we kind of say that. Where we go, they'll follow. And so if we want to get low, if we want to practice humility, if we want to, even what you guys were, you were telling me of just, we want to teach people how to interact with the scripture and the Bible in a way that is helpful, then we got to do mm-hmm. it first. And we had to show them. And so I went into that, but with a little bit of, excuse me, intrepidation because of the baggage and not just the baggage from when I was a kid, you know, I definitely went through, um, a season of, you know, when I was really young, like just praying when things are really bad or somebody gets really hurt or somebody's sick. And like, if there's no other option, then you pray. 
rather right. than prayer is just this normal thing of like breathing. And then, you know, connected and learned a lot of things that were good um, with a little more charismatic interaction with prayer, but also some things that made me feel it's kind of, there's one of those things that came out of this season. Anybody that makes me feel bad about my relationship with Jesus, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> mm. Like, unless I'm in mm. sin, but anything that's yeah, like, yeah. you're not doing, well, I, it, there was, at first it was very attractive because, you know, kind of how, even like we talked about last week with New Year's, the, with resolutions, yeah. there's a shiny new Amazon box that goes with it kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. That's like, what did I, right now? We actually, we all order so much stuff from Amazon. We get a box and we're like, what is it? I don't know. I don't know what I ordered because <laughs> there's so many. You open it up and it's toilet paper. Yeah. You're like, I didn't order this. This is yours. Um, but there used to be this time where you, if you saved up or you waited on something and you buy this new thing and it's like, oh, it's here and whatever it is, like, and it's the new thing. And so it was like that with prayer, with yeah. zealous prayer. Um, saw this really poignant moment when we were at this gathering. And I don't want to put this all on the people that were a part of this either. There's enough in me that was just works-based that yep. that twisted it. So it wasn't all one-sided, but there's definitely a lot coming from that side. And I remember what what was coming from this group was, you got you to gotta do this thing. There is no mm. messing around. When you read verses like, you know, ask, seek, knock, when you read verses about the friend at midnight who is bold and he is beating on the door, right? you got to do that. And so we had this prayer time and we were sitting by this pool, actually this person's house. There's a bunch of us were singing. I remember I had my guitar, I was playing and there's this individual praying like, oh, get out. Like I'm going to shred... <laughs> like the enemy and it was intense and the kids are all running around. And I remember our oldest Maya was probably five and she's running, playing with all the kids. And this person starts praying and she came over and she has this little like side look. She does It's like this Mm. when she's like real curious. And so she did the side look, she put her hand on Lisa's arms and in this perfect little Minnie Mouse voice, which she used to have when she was little, she's like, She's praying. <laughs> We're like, yep, she's praying. She's praying loud. <laughs> and it was like just a little kid trying to figure out what's yeah. going on. And then the last question was, and that's okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's this memory we have of here's our young, like childlike, obviously, because she's a child, asking, what's going on here? What is mm. this? And there is a place for loud prayers. There is a place for travail. Uh, I don't know a lot about it, but I know it's real. Um, There's also the baggage of religious Pharisee, just because what came with it was if you don't do it this way, you don't mean it. And you are not, you're not really serious, are you? You're not really part of the remnant, are you? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Are you? You don't yeah. it, it is fascinating because it's like like there's the part that's like it always been like intriguing to me. And I'm like I'm actually oddly enough, coincidental, praying for the Lord to revive it in my heart hmm. again is to try to like be 
curious. Yeah, that's the word I want to use. Curious enough to go, Jesus, teach me how to pray. Mm-hmm. Right, right? Because it's like they, the disciples grew up steeped in the the Judaism, knowing the prayers and the things that you do, you know, from the Shema to all the stuff, all the things. And, yeah. and yet Jesus's prayer life stood out to the degree that they're like, what do you do? Can you teach us how to do that? Like, mm-hmm. that's the part I'm like, yes, Lord, help me to, let me just use this word because it's fun, to deconstruct religious prayer models in my head that just made yeah. me feel like it has to be this way. It has to be this way. You got to say it this way. Or even like, you know, the, the Matthew 6, like the, you know, don't pray with many words and babble and all these kind yeah. of things, thinking that because you're using these words, now your tone of voice is different even when you're praying. Like, you ever noticed, like, People's yes. tone of voice is different. Prayer voice. It's just like, you got prayer oh, voice. Yeah, it's like, yeah, the prayer voice, you know? And, and it's just like, no. Dear Lord. It, or like, all of a sudden you start <laughs> using like his name all weird, yeah. right? Like, Father God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. It's almost like there's this fear. Yeah. Like, I don't know which one. I don't want to miss one. Right. Or, or the, no, no, you got to pray Jesus Christ. No, you got to say Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No, you got to say, it's like. Yeah. You can't say in your name. You have to say in Jesus' uh, name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like all of that stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's, that's what it was that made the yeah. disciples go, can you teach us how to pray? Right. You give know, us, so like that's, yeah. give us an inside track to what you're experiencing. Cause we, we don't know what you're doing. We don't know how you're experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think the part that hits me is just like, is the approach and, and oddly enough, like kind of shared a little bit of like on this last Sunday, but I was just like, I think what probably struck struck them was just the word Abba. Mm -hmm. Like that's, it was just like, that just changes the disposition or even the approach to prayer. It's like our father, you know, like, because that wasn't any, any way, any form, any shape, how they would approach God in prayer, you know? So it's fascinating to me. I had, um, that one side was obviously a little more leaning um, in the charismatic direction. And what I grew up in was a very high church, which we've talked about. But I, I remember the prayers there as well. Um, and the language, especially when you're younger, and you you want that Abba thing. You want to yeah. be able to have just a normal conversation. But I remember the pastoral prayer and this guy got up and he was like, thrice holy God. And I was like... <laughs> Rice, like, uh, why not just say, "God, you're holy, you're holy," and we don't even understand what that is, but but we know you are, and yet you're near. Like, yeah, and so I I am I'm so compelled by Abba language, the daddy, and you know, and you can in the Middle East, you know, if we've both been to Israel, and you can go there and you hear little kids running around, Abba, Abba. I mean, it's just yeah. it's a part of their you know, just simple language to address the yeah. dad. Do, do you remember the first time you prayed and you felt like, well, now that was real? Like that was, yeah. I, when was that? When I became a believer, hmm. like legitimately, well, well, I, 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 I in in the positive sense, like in the I enjoy this sense. Like there was probably when I was not yet a believer, where I felt like the Lord was speaking to me, and 
and I, like I even just audibly spoke back and, you know, it was my phrase to him at that point was like, I can't, but I remember <laughs> that was your first. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Well, I, was I would like Christian. to talk it with was you. Like, okay. What was he asking? Come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like just wooing me back, back to his heart. And, and yeah. I was just like, I just can't No, you know, and, but in the positive side, when I was a new believer, it literally felt like I was just walking with him hmm. in conversation. You know, like I'm just walking. Like I remember I would walk down Third Street, Winona, down, hmm. I can't remember the other road, in, in Johnson Street maybe, and walk to Winona State to class. And hmm. I would just be in conversation with Jesus. And it was just really, really sweet. It wasn't like anything profound. It wasn't like, here's a list of requests. It was like enjoyment. Yeah. You know, and, and so like that was pretty remarkable for mm-hmm. me. And like there's moments where I'm like, I want that again, you know, and, and my prayer life turns into duty often pretty quick. Yeah. But yeah. How about you? I... I mean, they were probably, this morning, no, this morning actually was really rushed, and um, yeah, I had that. Actually, it's really interesting. I've been asking the Lord, wake me up, and He is. I'm never going to ask that. And then, <laughs> no, it's kind of crazy because I, I, I don't didn't think I would either. Um, yeah, but so He has been, and so sometimes then I just I'm up and I'm and so it was good. He woke me up about five and. But I kind of was halfway, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pray here a little bit. And I wasn't able to go to sleep for half an hour or so. So I did mm. just kind of laying there. But I also felt like he was like, you know, get up. And I didn't. <laughs> so this morning is not a good example. Because um, then when I finally got up, sorry, um, and I was even spending time uh, with him, it was a little rushed and agitated. I was agitated somewhat because I was thinking about the things I needed to do. And mm. so... But I, I don't know if I feel like it's interesting. I've actually thought about these moments. That, do you ever? Do you have, I have memories of being a little boy, and and just certain things, like mm. where there's the there's difficult ones where things where like somebody did something to you that you know really bothered you or you know bad yeah. example or something. But then I have these other moments of just like. Why does that memory feel very close and safe? And and I don't even know if I could, like, there's a couple of me, like, when I was in, even in the crib, like, kind of, like, not tiny, but still in the crib. And I can remember being in the room and just six years old. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I didn't get my big boy bed till later. Um, yeah. No, but I just, I, I don't know, like, this sense of his presence and his mm. nearness. And I think probably part of me from the beginning was pushing back against the formal high church way of praying. And and yeah. I think it was just probably him moving in my heart. And so I think though, I mean, it's kind of weird to say in the last couple of years here where I feel like I've, I'm just starting to relax in prayer and not seeing yeah. it as a right. Yeah. I have to get through this. <laughs> now it's just, a much more of just stream of consciousness with him, a conversation all day long, kind of which makes sense about the prayer without ceasing isn't a chore yep. to do. It's just it's kind of like breathing. It's just like a, he's there. I just know he's there and I'm constantly interacting and 
moving, my thoughts are weaving in and out of the fact that he's present and I'm asking for direction, wisdom. Um, but yeah, and sometimes though it's real intentional, like the the app I mentioned last time, the Lectio yep. 365, I love the opening that just says, I, you know, breathe in and out to focus and to put aside the things that are distracting me so that I can focus on the presence of God. And it's interesting how it works. Uh, just sometimes that yeah. place of, of focusing in, but I, I'm more than more and more, it's just, I feel like I'm with not only the God of the universe, but a really close friend that I can yeah. just be, I can just be, I don't have to yeah. say anything sometimes. Yeah. Just listen. Yeah. So when you, I want to, I'm going to see if I can couch this question, right? What's all right. It's like, I have the sense of what I want to ask, but I don't have the phrase of how I want to say it. Um, but the, the notion I want to talk about is presence, okay. you know, like there's some people who are like, you know, I was in the secret place and I was with the Lord and, and I mm -hmm. felt his presence. And then there's times when you pray, you're like, it's just, I, what, what, <laughs> it's just right. Me. Like, <laughs> is, should we always expect to feel his presence? Should mm -hmm. we not? Is that a gift when we get to, and like, what, what does it even mean to feel his presence or to know you're in his presence. I mean, yeah. theo theologically, we're always in his presence, you know? So it's like when we say that, like what comes to your mind and how would you encourage people to think that mm. through? Yeah, because I, I have definitely had shallow debates, sometimes with myself <laughs> and with others in thinking about, well, God is omnipresent, so quit telling me that he's got some special way of being present. You know, mm -hmm. that was, that was kind of definitely the, the bullheaded shallow me that likes to fight back with me occasionally <laughs> or just, and then there's um, this, and maybe it's just the spirit calling, but I, I think about, is it John four, the woman at the well? Yep. Okay. So the whole fountain thing is is very mm. intriguing to me. Um, yep. Not just a drink, but it's a fountain. And then you have Paul with um, the be being filled deal yep. of be filled with the spirit. And so, um, yeah, I, so I, now I think it's more of a clear away my – the, the blinders and the the stuff of earth, the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of your glory and grace. Like, give me that ability to see them. Yeah. Like, it let me understand. Um, yeah, there's yeah. a there's a prayer I sent to Lisa yesterday um, from Pete Gregg, uh, and he said this one part. Um, may this it's a Sabbath day prayer, but basically, may God's image in me be restored. And may my imagination in God be restoried. Uh, may the gravity of material things be lightened and the relativity of time slow down. May I know grace to embrace my own finite smallness in the arms of God's infinite greatness. And may God's word feed me and his spirit lead me into the week and into the life to come. But that part of, of being uh, restoried. Like not just restored, but re like the I am actually hearing his story again and slowing down. It's it, our Western thinking of 
gathering knowledge and growing in sophistication and how we talk about God um, versus this like release and yeah. simplicity of just those moments when you know you're loved and you know the power of, of who he is. And sometimes like uh, just as a practical thing, um, I will, I did this on, uh, not last, not this Sunday, but the week before, cause I usually am up early. I know you are too. And step outside and look up at the stars in frigid cold. But, and I just, before I go inside to church or even as I step outside of my own house and I'm going to the car, I just stop. And I just look up and I just say, Lord, I'm here. You know, I'm here and I love you and let me not mess it up today. You know, did you see my, yes. Yeah. I got to turn that off. Popped on up. For those who are listening or watching with these stupid emoji things that pop up with Apple now. Well, as you're figuring that out. Yeah. You go. I, I always, I always used to feel like really guilty if I don't feel anything in my prayer. Mm hmm. You know, in, in, in like my personality type struggles with like being a contemplative, like part of it is like my brain is super hyper. I, I have a hard enough time sitting still. And so like, for instance, I try to do that Lectio 365 app, yeah. but I did yeah. it in the shower because I was trying yeah. to be efficient. Oh, nice. And, and, Actually, you, you did it and you were like, said, Chad doesn't know what he's talking about. What the heck? Because <laughs> <laughs> like right in the beginning, it said, send yourself. I'm like. I can't. I don't know I'm, how. I'm in Too the Too many shower, things going God. on. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is so me. Like, how do I like just stop doing that? You know, but. but What's it, interesting like, is, uh, wait, I want to interrupt because you have also yeah. been the one probably to push me to this type of thing more than anybody. Like when mm-hmm. I've been, when I'm in my, when I'm in my sophisticated, uh, kind of shallow, angry, you know, forget it all kind of moments then that's usually in that moment that God has you in this really deeper place that you're pushing into things. And I'm like, what, you know? And like, so that's interesting to me that you would say like, you have a hard time getting there because I've, I've been led there by you. Well, I appreciate that. Maybe it's just because it's like a huge longing of mine because I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm not that way by nature. And it's kind of like, I really want that, but there's, there's a, there's, there's just this lingering hunger to be in his presence. It's like, you ever have those moments where you're just like this setting I'm in my time with the Lord, or even if it's individual or corporate, mm-hmm. it, it's like, there's, there's just something substantially different. Right. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, you can't put words to it. There's, there's a weightiness to it to try mm-hmm. to use that phrase. And you're just like, I don't want to leave this moment. Yeah. And so there's part of me that goes, I, I want that again. You know, I want like, it's kind of like David, like, you know, a long, you know, batters one day in your courts, then a thousand elsewhere. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I, I almost feel like in, when he writes that, it's almost more of a, I, I want that, like, I want that to be in your presence feeling again, which yeah. I think is appropriate, but it, it has to be held with an attention of going, if that does not happen, that does not mean something's off or something's wrong like nor can you just automatically like do that like some people try to claim they can and maybe they can i don't know mm-hmm. but but it, like i just started thinking about it in the sense of like you know there are moments in like our relationship with our wives or even with friends where it's just like sometimes that time together is 
different. Like, yeah. the, you know, and then there's just some times where it's like, Hey, we're just kind of doing life. We, we yeah. love each other, you know, and I'm learning how they'd be like, you know, if I don't feel it, you know, that does not mean I'm not in his presence or whatever. But at the same time, like my, my biggest struggle with prayer is the notion of the, you mentioned it, travailing in prayer, like persevering mm-hmm. in prayer and, and like the, like digging, you know, going to the, the his well instead of our own wells. And like, yeah. so Hebrews eleven six has just been something that I've been chewing on. It's like, you know, to come to the Lord, you got to believe he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just thinking about like that, that phrase seeking him, like, like there's a diligence to that. And so the Lord rewards that. So I like, there's part of him like, man, there has to be something there in that phrase, seek, go yeah. after, keep coming, you know, but like, I find that my tendency is to drift between like, yes, I'm going to keep pressing into it's not happening. What's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? Did I say the right <laughs> phrase? Forget prayer. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like, man, you ever feel that tension, like in those yeah. moments? Well, even as you mentioned, like this, um, kind of talking about this today, that that I wrote like a little mini title, and it, maybe it'll stick or not. If it's if it's the title of the podcast, then it is. Um, but why is prayer so hard? Or is, mm-hmm. is prayer so, is prayer supposed to be this hard? Is is kind of what I'm thinking. Um, I had, um, I know you guys got some ice and cold stuff. And obviously we live here, so we always get that. But on Saturday I was trying to, we, it was one of those where we got enough snow that I had to clear the driveway twice. You you have to to clear it like halfway through, you clear it. And then you do it again the next morning when it finally stops snowing. Otherwise you're going to be really in trouble. And even the snow blower, snow thrower, blower, whatever they are, is not going to do it. And so I think we have a snow thrower different from a blower. Um, it, so it has blades. Is it a and one stage or a two stage? If it's a one stage, it's a thrower. What's one stage versus two? What happens? What's the difference? I don't know. Like the one stage has got like that rubber thing. Like a two stage feels like it's got those big old churning. Okay. I've got the two stage. I've got the churns. But there you go. I was doing it and this guy saw me and he stopped. And he had one of those like enclosed snow clearing things that he goes around and does everybody's (laughs) stuff. And so he stopped and he, I had it running and he walks into my driveway and he like, and if if you're listening, he like did this thing, like, come here. I was like, Oh, (laughs) come on. Like I, and and I kept it running because I was like, this is going to be quick and I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm doing this thing. I don't like. And he said, you only got one blade turning out of four. I was like, what? And he goes, you know what a shear pin is? I was like, no, I don't know what a shear pin is. And so then I turn it off. I humbled myself and I turned it off. And he said, (laughs) and he just knelt down and he goes, they're these little tiny pieces of metal. They're soft and they're in the axle and they control the blades and they break when you hit something so you don't destroy your murder, your murder, (laughs) your motor. (laughs) So I don't murder the motor. So I don't murder the motor. And so he said, you have three of them broken. Have you wondered why it's so hard? I was Mm. like, so I went to Ace Hardware twice and then Menards and finally found some shear pins and still could only get one extra one replaced. But 
even with just two blades moving. Oh my goodness. I was like, this is heaven. I can't wait to get all four. And so I just thinking about prayer. I was like, I think I've operated on one blade for a long time. And mm. I, I haven't had the, the shear good. pins have been broken. And I don't know. And sometimes you just need a little help. Yeah. You need somebody to That's come good. in and go, hey, you know what a shear pin is? <laughs> and so I feel like I'm slowly getting that information um, from the mm. spirit from others, you know, you and I were talking before we started, you know, John Tyson, Church of the City, being there watching them pray at the end of church. And we're like, well, let's try it. Let's try it at Pleasant Valley. And man, if it isn't like we feel like we've discovered bread, <laughs> like it's just <laughs> goodness. Yeah. But it's so beautiful and it's so mm-hmm. simple. There's this place of just, ah. And, and so I find myself even because of that, watching that happen. I find myself in much more of a childlike place of, well, I'm not going to make this complicated. I'm just going to keep talking to you. And I'm going to, I think there's a willingness to let him in. Um, And then there's also just, just keep the tap running, like keep this thing going, kind of that thing you have to do with, uh, and when the pipes are freezing, keep, keep it trickling a little bit so that it doesn't freeze up, you know, keep the water going. Sorry, y'all, you Texas people. It was not. I've I'm lived terrified. in the South. I know that. I know for all of you who are in Texas, and by now it's cleared up. Maybe by the no. time we've really on Friday. No. Oh, when we yeah. when we yes. release this, yes. it'll be sixty six on Friday. It's going to be six. So yes. if you're listening today, you made it through. I don't Hopefully know why sixty six. I could have said yeah. sixty five. I don't yeah. know why I went up one. <laughs> I don't even know if it's sixty six. I don't know why that number even came to my yeah. head. It's in there the sixties. That's all I know. Dude, I just had a holy moment. All right. I, I never believed that God could ever bring out anything divine from shoveling or snow blowing. He did though, didn't he? Shear pins. He did. We need yes. prayer shear pins because mine are that broken. Was, that was so good, you know? <laughs> and, and I think like, like for me, if I were to try to go, what are, what is one shear pin that needs to go in hmm. to stop running on one blade? And it's simply shut up and mm-hmm. listen. <laughs> like would yeah. be it because when i do i actually find that god speaks a lot hmm. you know and it's just like i just don't listen yeah and it's like man you you are a um prolific journaler i know this about you you write a lot in your journal um and i i remembered that about you I actually remember last time we were on a trip together watching you journal and you talking about a journal and so you know so i picked this this year that's one thing i am doing different um, is, is I've started not with, cause in addition to like what we talked about last week of, you know, just not feeling this pressure to finish the whole Bible this year. Yeah. I'm, and even with the, the app that I'm using, Lectios 365, like if I don't do it, I don't do it. Like I still recognize in the Lord, but the, does the Peter know that? <laughs> you may not. The scripture verses though, that are there, the different quotes, like I listen and just same kind of thing. Like I'm going to wait, I'm going to listen and then I'm going to write and I'm going to write maybe a little more creatively and poetically and not, I used to write in a journal to write everything. I have to write every request, mm-hmm. bullet point them. If I don't, they're not going to be known. They're known. They're known, yeah. which, which means then the act of prayer is not about um, 
connecting this breaker so that God will act. Like we almost act yeah. like it's wires that are disconnected. If I get this, I have to say it or he won't do it. That's not how it works, but it is doing something to me. And so I've, that is a new thing I'm doing is I've started to just write a little bit um, yeah, as a way to reflect back to him. And it's been, I, I can tell there's, there are different things happening in my soul and so mm-hmm. maybe it's, you know, God's just making some connections that weren't there before. Um, but I know that's important to you. You've done that a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and there's almost like an embarrassing reason for it. It's, it's to slow me down. It's like, I, especially more with technology more and more in your face. It's so easy just to do everything like quickly and none of it really sticks, but it's, I can't remember what quote that is or what, um, what research shows the significance between like your head and actually writing something on paper yes. instead of typing. Absolutely. I know that research too. Yeah. And, and, but it's like, I have to do it because otherwise I can't center myself. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, like what we were talking about, it's like, I cannot just go and close my eyes and just be like, okay, my like, it's just my temperament and my personality just can't do that. So writing Mm-hmm. allows me to do it. And usually my first paragraph or two are the stupidest things in the world. It's like, I don't like today. Today is stupid. You know, and it's just yeah. like, but all of that is just like, <laughs> I'm just getting the crap out and then I'm able to slow down. And then I feel yeah. like the Lord's speaking and listening. Like one of my favorite things to do journaling is, is twofold. One is what scripture caught me or stirred me. I will write the verse out and then I'll just, write a little reflection on it. But then what I love to do is just listen and mm-hmm. just, and then just like, you know, for me, I always feel like the Lord speaks a lot more images. And so then I'll just try to reflect on that yeah. and write it down. And that way it's just, it just feels more conversant for me, but mm-hmm. yeah, those, yeah. I, and those images, I would say also paying attention to sometimes God is, is communicating through people like that guy that stopped or, you know, I, I, you know, I talked about my, when you're going through something difficult or God is allowing you to go through something difficult, it's yeah. the prayer is, is not necessarily, obviously you want to get through it and you want it to be solved, but sometimes it is in the struggle that he's actually yeah. trying to speak. And so embracing that is where yeah. you start to listen and learn more. Yeah. And sometimes you like, okay. So like last week, you know, I was not in a place where I wanted to pray. There was mm-hmm. just, just, you know, stuff going on in my heart and in my life where I was just like, you know, yeah. like I just didn't want to. And, and sometimes it, it's like the, the four friends who carried the paralytic to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really have a hard time imagining that story being the paralytic going, Hey guys, can you take me there? <laughs> like I, cause Jesus said, it was like their faith. You know, and like I almost getting this feeling too that maybe he was fighting them at first out of embarrassment. Like, guys, yeah. stop. Come on, you know. I'm fine. And Let me be. Yeah. And so like I do believe that the resolution of certain things last week was very much, you know, your faith in carrying mm-hmm. and praying for me mm-hmm. in the midst of that. And I think that's important when we say like, hey, you know, could you pray for me that sometimes it's okay to be like, you know what? I don't have it in myself, <laughs> you yeah. know, to do that. And I think God honors that. And look, absolutely. You know, 
is pleased with that. And it's like, yeah, I did pray, but I wasn't going to listen. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe just be like, I'm not going to do what you're going to say anyways, whatever. You know, I was yeah. throwing my early teenage <laughs> temper tantrum at God. But there's that such a good process of having, I know, like sometimes when I'm in it, you know, I, I will, I've realized that part of the prayer journey is to share it with someone else. And, and obviously, because God knows it, and in so doing, it's like you're being vulnerable, and you know mm-hmm. they're going to tell you what's true. And even if you feign a little bit of, I don't want to hear this, you know, like, which I've done for sure, like it's, there's something that God is, can do in that process yeah. of, yeah. actually, you're talking, I just remembered, older movie, obviously, but um, Braveheart, which I know yeah. you've, you've seen Braveheart. Okay. Iconic. Iconic. So do you remember the scene where Hamish's dad is dying mm-hmm. and they're, they're like the arrow, they're trying to get the arrow out and it's clear, like, this isn't going to work. And, yep. you know, they're all tough. They're all warriors. They're all like trying to just move through this. And there's this one scene where he says, look at me. And Hamish is like, no, in other words, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to accept that you're dying. No. Yeah. You know, and he's like choking up and he's this huge guy you know but it's this really powerful look at me this is okay this is okay i've lived a good life long enough to see you become a man you know and it's just this really Mm -hmm. beautiful poignant moment but actually when you were just talking about that i was like this is part of this place of prayer of pushing through it's almost like the lord is going look at me (laughs) you're like no look at me like let's go there um and at part of it, I do think, is not going for these, like, we talked at the beginning, uh, amazing religious phrases. I think it's good to pray scripture. I think scripture gets us into some of those places because we actually have, you know, you we've, we've discussed this in the Psalms. You have permission to pray boldly. You have permission to pray in a complaining, doubting way. We talked about in our doubting mm-hmm. series. Um, but... I think sometimes it's also just okay to be you and to yep. bring your stuff to him to say, I I don't know what to say to you, but I'm saying it anyway. I'm saying this, here's my here's my stuff. And so I'm sure there's lots yeah. of practical things, but more than anything, I just feel like there's this place of taking my hands off of the need to control it or to arrange it or get it to this perfect place and just engaging a conversation with a God who's just loves to hear my voice. That's wild to think about. He loves yeah. to hear our voice. Yeah. 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 He wants us to know him and he's, he enjoys being with us. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's mm, crazy, man. If we, maybe we, we dig into this part two a little yeah. bit next week. Cause it's like, I do want to talk about travailing prayer, almost like yeah. out of a Let's selfish posture. Cause I want to learn more, but it's just like, I'm always stuck on the story in first Kings 18 when Elijah told Ahab, Hey, you better get ready. I hear the sound of rain coming, right? <laughs> it's just like mm. seven times he's praying for it to happen. Yeah. You know, it's just like, well, why, why, why can't it just be once? Mm-hmm. Like, why did it have to happen that many times? You know, but yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's absolutely go there next time. And I'm, I am curious as well, because I, I probably still have a lot of baggage with that. That needs to be dispensed of. Yeah. Oh, dispen- anywho. Well, 
We hope this was encouraging for you all. Um, I know it was for us. Yes. Um, but man, like again, since it's 2024, shout shout out, man. Let us know things on your heart, things we can pray for. Um, we want to encourage you when you do approach the Lord this week, just approach him like Jesus did. Abba. Let that kind of shape and inform your prayer. It's like just the approach. It's pretty significant because the approach does matter a lot, you know. And I love what you said, Chad, that he wants, he enjoys being with us. You know, he enjoys hearing us. It's like, wow, that's what a good, perfect dad loves. And so hope you're blessed. Until next time, it's Unfinished People. Um, see you soon. See you.